Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Having Control of Oneself. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready, hungry to receive from your precious word, Father, and we choose to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, having control of oneself. My friends, there are many things we should keep in control as a Christian. Our bodies, our food intake, lust, the love of money, our words, and the list goes on. Galatians 5.23a in the New International Reader's Bible says, As a Christian, we should have control of oneself. Our flesh doesn't want to easily follow our spirit man, and we have to build up our spirit man with the Word of God so it is more powerful and dominant than our flesh. And then we'll more closely follow God, walk in His ways, and have control of oneself. Well, let's start today in 1 Corinthians 9, 23 through 26 in the Amplified Bible. 23, and I do all this for the sake of the gospel, so that I may share in its blessings along with you. Folks, how is that for a self-control goal for all of us? To do all we do for the sake of the gospel. 24, do you not know that in a race all the runners run their very best to win, but only one receives the prize? Run your race in such a way that you may seize the prize and make it yours. My friends, controlling oneself drives us to do our very best for God in all that we do. 25. Now every athlete who goes into training and competes in the games is disciplined and exercises self-control in all things. They do it to win a crown that withers, but we do it to receive an imperishable crown that cannot wither. Folks, notice that the athlete should have self-control in all things. How much more for a Christian to have self-control in our walk with God in our daily lives? 26. Therefore, I do not run without a definite goal. I do not flail around like one beating the air, just shadow boxing. My friends, flailing around in our life without goals is not a good start to living a life with control of oneself. Now, 1 Corinthians 9, 25, and 26 in the Expanded Bible. All those who compete in the games use self-control, train with strict discipline, so they can win a crown, victor's wreath. That crown, or the victor's wreath, is an earthly thing that lasts only a short time or perishable, but our crown will never be destroyed or is imperishable. Folks, God gives us such a great example in His Word. Similarly to sports, we need to run our lives and use self-control using strict discipline. If we let our flesh do what it wants all the time, we won't be able to follow God's plan for our lives properly. But if we do use self-control and discipline our flesh, we have an imperishable crown in heaven coming. Praise God. And we'll walk on streets of gold. 26. So I do not run without a goal or aimlessly. I fight like a boxer who is hitting something, not just the air. My friends, we should ask ourselves, 
Are there any areas in our lives that we are wandering aimlessly, letting our flesh rule? If so, we can repent and take control of that area of our life, putting our spirit man in charge. 2 Timothy 1.7 in the Amplified, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Folks, when we operate in fear in our lives, we flail around without control. Instead, God commands us to walk free of fear and timidity and walk instead in power, love, sound judgment, and personal discipline or self-control. If we do not discipline our flesh and be ruled by our born-again spirit man, we will just flounder without much self-control and let our flesh rule our decisions in life. Now, 2 Timothy 1, 7 and 8 in the Common English Bible. 7. God did not give us a spirit that is timid, but one that is powerful, loving, and self-controlled. My friends, there it is again, being self-controlled, which comes closely along with love and power, and we refuse to walk in fear, which is what our flesh wants to do, to walk in fear of every small or large natural thing that happens. 8. So don't be ashamed of the testimony about the Lord or of me, his prisoner. Instead, share the suffering for the good news depending on God's power. Folks, we have to lean on God to help us to live a self-controlled life, but he will not do it for us. We have to control ourselves. Proverbs 16.32 in the Amplified, He who is slow to anger is better and more honorable than the mighty soldier, and he who rules and controls his own spirit man than he who captures a city. My friends, isn't that a great verse? If we rule and control ourselves, including our anger, then it is like capturing a city, capturing our bodies and saying, Oh, nobody, you will not get angry. You will not sit around all day on the couch and eat. You will not gossip, and the list goes on. Now, Proverbs 25, 28 in the Amplified Bible. Like a city that is broken down and without walls, leaving it unprotected is a man who has no self-control over his spirit and sets himself up for trouble. Folks, being without self-control is like living in your house without all the walls up and expecting the devil's people to not steal any of your stuff. And on a side note, what if our leaders of our country would read their Bibles and follow the Bible? They would understand putting up walls and protecting our borders. But instead, most of them listen to the devil's advice, and they let people steal our country. Let's continue to pray to change the hearts of our government leaders. And if they won't change, then for them to be removed from office and replaced with God-fearing people. Can I get an amen? 1 Peter 4, verses 1-8 through 8 in the Living Bible. Since Christ suffered, underwent pain, you must have the same attitude he did. You must be ready to suffer too. For remember, when your body suffers, sin loses its power. My friends, don't twist this scripture like many people have. We don't suffer with sickness and disease. 
If so, why did Jesus heal people of something supposedly good? The body suffers because it can't have what it wants. We discipline it with our spirit man. And when our body suffers, sin loses its power. Two, and you won't be spending the rest of your life chasing after evil desires, but will be anxious to do the will of God. Folks, the flesh likes to chase evil desires. And sadly, some church denominations have now joined the devil and tell people, yeah, that's okay. Do what your flesh wants. It's okay. God loves you. Three, you have had enough in the past of the evil things the godless enjoy. Sex sin, lust, getting drunk, wild parties, drinking bouts, and the worship of idols and other terrible sins. My friends, does this sound like much of the church today? Drinking parties, telling people to have sex, whatever way they feel like. Never mind God's marriage covenant between a man and a woman. But just like in Noah's days and the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, God will have his final say. For, of course, your former friends will be surprised when you don't eagerly join them anymore in the wicked things they do. And they will laugh at you in contempt and scorn. Five, but remember that they must face the judge of all, living and dead. They will be punished for the way they have lived. Six, that is why the good news was preached even to those who were dead, killed by the flood, so that although their bodies were punished with death, they could still live in their spirits as God lives. Seven, the end of the world is coming soon. Therefore, be earnest, thoughtful men of prayer. Most important of all, Continue to show deep love for each other, for love makes up for many of your faults. Folks, the end of the world is coming soon. We need to control our flesh, keep sharing the good news of Jesus, and continue to walk in love until the very end, having control of oneself. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you help us, Father. We repent when we've missed you, Father. We choose to control our flesh, Father to walk in your ways till the very end. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.